Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. My darling Aki, how are you? You see, Miss Makaiza, boy oh boy, is this an interesting experiment. I hope you can hear me. I can hear you crystal clear. I can hear you loud and clear, my friend. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was very pleasant, thank you. It's uh, we had we had beautiful weather. Um, I, uh, <laughs> do you know what? I know we live in the same city, well, dude. No, I know, but <laughs> yeah, no, we do, and we spoke on the weekend. But you know what? Uh, I tell you one thing that I appreciate is uh, through this lockdown period, I've really appreciated my domestic helper Betty. Um, now I, you know, she hasn't been to me since the lockdown started, obviously. But when you start doing the stuff around your house that your helper does uh, for you, you realize, wow, how hard your helper actually works. Um, I, I was drenched with perspiration on the weekend, washing floors, changing linen, uh, you know, just cleaning my house, which I've been doing once a week. But boy, oh boy, do you really appreciate those people in your life? Are you going to start a hashtag? Hashtag never take Mavis for granted again. <laughs> oh, I've started that hashtag. I've started the hashtag a long time ago, but wow, it's hard work. I can tell you that. Anyway, did you have, no, did you okay, have a good weekend? Any, any good restaurants? I did you have tried? a very good weekend. Yeah, I had a good weekend. The testing went well with the technology. Open line this morning was fabulous and everything seems to be working just fine. And I'm glad that we are now joining modernity and able to actually produce and work from home, which is really awesome. Dude, I love your, your, your journalism as a tech um, journalist and one of the best in the country and internationally. Um, I always look forward to Monday mornings to see what's in my inbox when Aki tells me the three stories that he has picked up for discussion. Shall we go through them? The very first one is really fascinating. I would never have thought that coronavirus is even going to change television. Well, I mean, it's impacting all of us. I mean, including this setup that we have right now. I mean, you've conducted some of your interviews on Zoom. Uh, you've, you're now speaking to me over Skype. Um, you, you mm-hmm. are working remotely from your, um, your, your couch, I presume, in your home. And you are, you are, you're interacting with listeners via WhatsApp, via Skype, and this yeah, signal is going via our transmitters on FM and people are listening to it in their homes. So um, it's extraordinary how it's impacting everything around us. And certainly when we re-emerge from this coronavirus, it's going to be very different from broadcasting on every, on every level. So we are talking specifically about television. And what's happened is that in the middle of the filming um, and it's a, it's a live show was American Idol. And, um, of course, you know, the contestants come into a studio and it's, it's often live. And what happens in this case when everybody has to stay at home? And this is exactly what happened with the last few episodes of American Idol, which are still on the go. Now, Apple being a sponsor of American Idol, what they did was they sent all the contestants that were left in the, in the competition, as well as the judges, a rig which was which included a microphone, three iPhone uh, devices, and they sent them specifically the iPhone 11 Pros, which has got the best camera quality. Uh, they sent them a tripod, and then they sent them this ring light. And I don't know if you've seen this ring light that uh, you put around the telephone, 
uh, when you're broadcasting, it just shines a bit of light on your face. A lot of the uh, news anchors are use these these kind of lights where they're broadcasting. It's very inexpensive, but it just adds the better lighting. And using these together with a microphone, they are recording their songs that they're playing on the competition, and they're doing this live. So um, not not the songs are broadcast live, but the actual performance is recorded, and then they are live together with the judges afterwards after they've played the recording. So they will cross to Lionel Richie will be one location, et cetera, and, and, and the judges in all different locations. So to get that thing right technically is just mind-boggling in itself. But if you watch some of the recordings and you can do this on YouTube, the quality is amazing. And these, these young and upcoming musicians have adapted so well to using this technology as opposed to singing to a live audience uh, being recorded and trying to perform a song as if it's in front of a live audience. I just find it amazing. I think that's absolutely awesome. You've once spoken to us on the show about um, a country, I don't know if it was also Singapore, making sure that it incentivizes you and I to not violate traffic uh, laws uh, by using smart technology to do so. And now, of course, the question is, how do we, how do we get people to maintain physical distancing in public spaces? Well, Eusebius, Singapore has been very advanced in, in, in how they do a lot of things. Um, and they're utilizing robotics to keep people um, and, and conform to social distancing uh, standards that they have, you know, that they have across the country. Now, they are, they've deployed a robot called Spot. Now, Spot is developed by Boston Dynamics. And to yourself a favor, Get onto YouTube and just Google Spot Robot, and you will see this 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 little robot, which almost looks like a dog. It weighs about thirty kilograms. It's almost a meter high. It's got four legs, and it's able to do extraordinary things. Now they've been developing this technology for many many years, um, but they've kind of perfected it. And and this uh, robot is super intelligent. It's got a camera. It's got it's able to sense all sorts of different things around it. It's got a ninety minute battery life. Um, but it's really being used across so many different uh, industries. I mean, they use it in oil and gas, for example, to get in between pipelines where human beings can't get into. They use it in mining. They use it in construction, for example. They use it in healthcare because it's got a pop-up screen that you can actually interact with people. Uh, they use it in public safety, as this example that you've just raised now in Singapore, and they use it for research and entertainment. So it's just got a multiple... Uh, usage case scenario and in Singapore per se they've deployed this robot in the park and it's just scanning people around it and if it sees Eusebius walking too close to somebody who'll come up to you and say please uh, you know use social distancing guidelines and it's 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 monitored remotely so they can see exactly how many people are in the park at any one time they're monitoring people's, um, you know, people's um, behavior, should I say, in the park as well. So they can use that stuff that they're getting to better improve, uh, say, signage for, for example, getting communication out to people saying, listen, we've noticed in the last day not many people are, are you know, um, doing their social distancing properly. Please do so in future. So together with technology and robotics, they are using these super smart robots to help them better police social distancing in Singapore. Aki, can I ask you a personal question? Anything you like. Well, <laughs> last Thursday, 
careful. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not talking sex segment yet. It's only Monday. Uh, we warm up during the week, so so it's a safe time to talk to me. Last Thursday at eleven o'clock, where were you? Last Thursday, eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. I think I was at home. Yes, I was at home. I don't know which part of my okay. home, but I was at home. Yeah. Well, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has got you covered. Well, listen, this is this is going to come to South Africa very soon. I'm I'm pretty sure about it. I'm sure that You're very slow uh, the today. Department- now, my segways are not working. No, I know it's 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 a, it's called the Corona brain numbing. Um, when you spend too much time, at home, <laughs> tell the listeners about this. I think it's really awesome. Mm. <laughs> well, look, you see, this basically what it is, and I think that the South African government is going to have to go along this way as well. Um, what the New Zealand government have done, they've developed this app, and what this app is, it's it's almost like a digital diary that was uh, that's going to be released on Wednesday, actually. Um, and basically, what it does is it just records in the background where you've been, what time you were there, how long you were there for, and it really just monitors your movements. And the important thing about this is that they have said, and they've said to to people saying, if you download the app, it, it records your movements on your phone. The data stays on your phone. It's your information. You can do with that information what you want. We as a government do not have access to this information. And really, it's, it's, it's to help them do the contact tracing. When somebody does um, get the, the virus and they want to find out who they interacted with, they can download. Only then will they be able to come to you and say, may we please have a look at your information. We just want to see the people that you interacted with. And it does help you because I don't think many people remember every day exactly what time, where they were at any one time. These, the Australians have also got an app which they introduced last week, and this one is called COVID Safe, and it works in the same way. You start off by entering your name and your mobile number, your postal code, and it asks you for your age and your gender, and then it will send you a text to confirm. And only when they need that information and they find that, hey, Eusebius has con- contact, uh, contracted uh, COVID, uh, we need to get hold of him just to find out because we see that at some point he, he, he interacted with Aki somewhere. And in that sense, you just put that spider web together and you follow the link and you're able to get a better picture of who might have you come across with and the risk that they have in contracting the virus. And I think this is the new world that we're going to be living in, that we have to have this technology, but it has to be done safely. But having said that, I don't know how many people will still trust their governments because – I think that te- technology, and here we are assuming this, you see this, is that there's probably a switch. If the government really wants your information that you've got, will they still be able to get it? So I think people are still going to be very yeah. dubious about that. I totally agree. And it reminds me a little bit of that beautiful conversation you framed for the listeners um, around the potential authoritarian creep that can happen with these technologies. Okay, love your, your work, my friend. We'll do it again next week. Have a beautiful afternoon. You too, you see this. And I've got to tell you, this experiment is working out amazing. You're sounding incredible. And every time we experiment with something new in the, in the world of technology as we are today, it's actually mind-blowing what one can achieve uh, thanks to the internet. Uh, this is this this network of devices that are connected, you being somewhere else, and having people all over the place and communicating simultaneously is mind-blowing for me. Absolutely.